how do you begin to change the kind of results that you're getting in life? You see, up until now, you've been getting the kind of results that you've been getting. But what if you want something beyond what you've ever achieved? How do you do that? That's what we're going to talk about today. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. So your life, your business has been going however the way it's been going, and you're getting certain results. But what if you're not getting the results that you want? Or what if you keep setting your sights on higher goals, bigger dreams? You're after these big results, but what if you keep just getting the same thing that you've had before? And that's pretty common. So if this is you, there's nothing wrong with you. We just need to learn how to master your mind performance. So today we're going to talk all about that. So if you, if you're in a place where you can, where you can take out a piece of paper and draw on it, then I encourage you to do that. If you're not, if you're driving, doing something else, um, then come back to this exercise later. Still listen to the episode, but come back and do this later. So if you can get out a piece of paper and draw four circles, so four circles that create sort of a box on the page. So you, you know, one on the upper left, the upper right, the bottom left, bottom right, kind of quadrants of the page and draw your four circles. Now in any one of these circles, just pick a circle on that page and write the word results because that's what we're talking about here, right? And that's what we're after in business and in life, we are after results. And in fact, you know, some people say in business, the only thing that really matters are the results you're getting. So pick a circle on the page and write in the word results. Now what's funny is that most people that I talk to, most people who come to me for coaching, for business coaching, for mind performance coaching, um, they want different results, right? That's why they come to me. If, if they were getting the results they wanted, they probably wouldn't need me in the first place. So they come to me because they want a different result. But what's funny is that often they're unwilling to do what's necessary in order to change the results. So you see, our results in life, they're based on one thing. Behavior. Most people aren't willing to change their behaviors. They want different results, but they don't want to change the behavior to get there. In fact, I remember when I was in personal training, I had a woman come to me for personal training and she said, I have this 10 pounds that I would like to lose. Uh, I feel like I'm stuck at this weight. I just have 10 pounds that I would like to let go of and, you know, basically help me, help me do this. And so in talking to her, what came out of the conversation is that she was drinking uh, at least one bottle of wine a night. Her nutrition was good. Her, what she was doing for exercise was great, but she was drinking a bottle of wine a night and uh, sometimes more than that. And I said to her, well, are you willing to let that go? And she said, absolutely not. I will not let go of my wine. I will not stop drinking. And I said, well, then I think we're done here because there's nothing else I can see that needs to change. So if you want a different result, you have to do something differently. And she said, no, I don't believe that. I believe I can lose this 10 pounds and keep my wine. And I said, well, what else are you going to let go of? 
What else, what else is going to change? And she said, nothing. I'm happy with how I'm eating. I'm happy with how I'm working out. Um, I don't want to change anything. I just want to lose 10 pounds. And I said, well, then there's nothing I can do for you. And I see this with my coaching clients today still is that they want a different result, but if they're not willing to do the changes necessary, change their behavior, then they're going to keep getting the same results, in which case uh, they're not a client, not a client for me anyway. So we need to be able to change our behavior. So if you want to get different results, you need to change your behavior. Now, the ideal dream would be that you could just do this for yourself. You would decide, I want this result. This is a behavior I'm changing. And you could just decide. And in fact, you might have had experiences in your life where that did happen, where you wanted a different result and you were like, I need to change this behavior. And in that instant, you changed your behavior and you got a different result. But that doesn't always happen, does it? So what if that's not happening for you and you keep setting the same goals and and you're you know, you, you know what you want, you're setting goals towards getting it, but you're it's something's not clicking and you're not getting what you want. So if you want to get different results, you have to change your behavior. Now, before one changes their behavior, which by the way, in the box or in a circle, before the one you wrote results in, so if we were if we were looking at your piece of paper and if we were moving around it clockwise, then the one that would come before results on the clock. So now we're going to go counterclockwise from results. You're going to write behavior because we need to change behavior to get different results. So you're with me so far. So you have in one circle results and in the one just before that one, you have behavior. Now, what's not obvious to a lot of people is that before one can change their behavior, before you change behavior, you must first change the amount of potential you can tap into. Are you ready for a breakthrough? To let go of the stuff that's holding you back, keeping you small and getting in the way of you having the success that you want? Well, then I want you to join me for the Mind Performance Breakthrough. This is a brand new program that I've created to help you break through all the stuff that's getting in your way. And if that sounds of interest to you, make sure you sign up on my mailing list at the end of this show, and I'll keep you in the loop for when registration opens. Now, I firmly believe that we have unlimited quantities of potential to tap into. In fact, in fact, it is said that we have 10 to the 10 to the 11 possible neurological connections. I don't know. Do you know how big that number is? If you took out your calculator right now and you tried to calculate that, so 10 to the 10 to the 11, if you tried to calculate it, your calculator would say, nope, nope, error, can't do it. Because it is such a ginormous number. There is no way your calculator could compute it. There's no way you could either. And in fact, the scientists who created that number said, we might as well say there are infinite numbers of neurological connections in the human body, but they really wanted to attach a number to it. So here's the number we have. So 10 to the 10 to the 11 possible neurological connections. That is more than there are stars in the sky that we know of. That is more than there are atoms in the universe. 
that is your human potential. That's your human potential. So in order to change your behavior, you need to be able to tap into that potential. Not all of it. I mean, you know, you're not going to use all of that potential, but you need to be able to tap into potential that you haven't used before. So first we have potential. You need to be able to tap into greater potential. That will change your behavior. Your behavior affects your results. So in the circle, if you're doing the exercise, if you're doing it later, just listen along. In the circle before behavior, write the word potential because you need to be able to tap into a greater amount of potential. The kind of potential that will get you the results that you want. Now, some of us never tap into that potential because of our beliefs. Our belief in our abilities and what's possible is where it all begins. So in the final circle, write the word beliefs. Now here's the sticky part. Our beliefs are reinforced by our results and this produces a never ending loop. So really this creates a giant circle, a big loop. And it starts with our beliefs, your beliefs and what you can achieve determine the amount of potential you can tap into. The amount of potential you can tap into determine your behavior. Your behavior determines your results. Your results fuel your beliefs. So this becomes a giant loop and we could call it a circle, but it's actually not really a circle at all. Because if we could take this diagram and lift it off the page, and if we could look at it three dimensionally, we would see a spiral. We would see a spiral. And if that spiral would either be spinning upwards, taking you to a greater level of success, to new heights and achievement, or it would be taking you down to lower levels, be lower levels of despair. So here's, here's the, the exciting thing. Here's the good news of this. And this may even be the scary part for some of you. There is no constant. So your beliefs are either taking you up or they're taking you down. The question is, which direction are you headed in life? Are you moving upwards? Are you leveling up? Or are you heading downwards in a downward spiral? The good news is that if you don't like the direction you're heading in, you can change it. You can change that direction. You can reverse the process and you can change it and you can head into the direction that you want. But how, how do you do that? Well, well, let's explore this. Can you ever change the results in your life without first changing your behaviors? No. And if you were thinking, yes, well, that's just, that's just dumb luck. But I don't think you want to rely on dumb luck to change your life. So at this point, we can safely say that you can't reliably change your results without changing your behavior. Now, can we ever change our behaviors until we first change the amount of potential that we tap into? Nope. So what determines the amount of potential we tap into? Our beliefs. So here's the interesting question. 
Can we change our beliefs regardless of the results we've produced in the past? Absolutely we can. So this is the magic of mind performance and this is the work I'm doing with my clients. So think about this for just a moment. If we can hack the system at beliefs and we can change the beliefs no matter what happened in the past. Let's say in the past, um, let's say in the past you have never achieved any goal that you have ever set. So that those results are going to fuel your beliefs and you might take on a belief. And by the way, this is not a suggestion, but you may then take on a belief. If you never achieve your goals, you might take on a belief that I don't achieve my goals. I never get what I want. And that will determine the amount of potential you tap into, which creates your behavior and your behavior creates your results, which then will refuel that same belief. So what if in between the past and your beliefs, if we can disconnect that belief system? What if we can let go of your evaluation of the past? What if we can let go of the negative emotions you have on the past, the limiting decisions that you've made in the past, the limiting beliefs you've made in the past to create a clean slate forward? What if, to go even further, we can take those beliefs that are holding you back Right? The unwanted beliefs, the, in our example, the belief that I don't achieve my goals. And what if we can insert a new belief, just like that, pop it right in there and insert a brand new belief that you absolutely achieve your goals. Do you think that would change your potential? If you believed, and I'm not talking about just doing an affirmation, I'm not talking about just some positive self-talk. I'm talking about if you could fundamentally write down to your very core, believe that you achieve your goals with absolute certainty. Do you think that would change the amount of potential you tap into? A hundred percent. Absolutely. That would change your potential. And if, if, if we change your potential, that will change your behavior. Suddenly your behavior will change. You'll become a different version of you. You become the person who achieves the thing you want to achieve and then you get the results you want, which then fuels the new belief or an even more powerful belief. And that's how we move in the upward spiral. So we can do this. We can absolutely do this with mind performance techniques. So look, if if we look at the results that you're getting in life and you want to get different results, and by the way, this isn't about judgment. This isn't about judging the past or judging where you are right now. This is about just looking forward in what do you want to achieve? And are your behaviors currently supporting that? Are you connecting to the kind of potential that is out there in the universe that will allow you to change your behavior? Are your beliefs aligned with what it is you want to achieve? And do you have the results to back that up? And if you don't, do you know how to hack the system? So we could change your beliefs and this will allow you to tap into a greater level of flexibility or potential to take greater action. And you'll produce an entirely different result when you can take greater action. 
you know, when I do hypnosis with people, they have this, you know, they have this, uh, this experience, this magical experience, and it feels a lot like magic, but it's not. It's simply just hacking the system to believe something different. So it, hypnosis is one of the tools I use in my practice um, when I'm working with my mind performance clients. So how would you like to do that? How would you like to be able to change your results? And this can be in your business. It can be in your personal life. Uh, I really don't think there's much of a separation, to be honest, because each one depends on the other. If you're not performing well in your personal life, your business will suffer. If you're not performing well in your business, your personal life is going to suffer. So we we don't need to separate them uh, per se. But how would you like to be able to tap into greater levels of potential? It all starts, and and to get greater results, it all starts by changing the beliefs, what you're holding in your mind. So this is the extensive work I do with my clients, but I'm going to give you an easy tool that you can use right now. And, And that's four questions I want you to ask yourself. Now, this isn't going to go as deep as the work I do with my one-on-one clients, but this is going to give you something to work with right now to begin to challenge those beliefs. And maybe it hasn't been obvious to you right now. So maybe you haven't thought of this until right now. But just because you believe it doesn't make it true. Just because you believe something doesn't mean it's true. So if you want to challenge those limiting beliefs, and the limiting belief is anything that stops you from having what you want. So if it's a belief that goes against what you want, and common ones would sound something like, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I can't, I won't, it never happens for me. Those are limiting beliefs. And you know it's a limiting belief because it's limiting your results that you're getting. So if you want to challenge these beliefs, which I think is a good thing to do, then ask yourself these four questions. When you find yourself thinking one of those thoughts, ask these four questions. One, is it true? Is it true? Two, how do I know it's true? Did I learn it from a credible source? So often we have these beliefs that come from an uncredible source, like someone who's just not, not someone who shouldn't be in the position to make that kind of judgment. You know, I remember when I was in the second grade, I had this teacher and she had us write stories. And I remember writing this story about my dog. And I wrote it as if it was a newspaper column. So I actually wrote on my page in columns. Why? Um, Because I'd been reading the paper with my dad, and I was very interested in the newspaper. So I wrote my story as if it was a news article. And it was about my dog, and I was very proud of it. And I remember my teacher calling me back to her desk, and she opened it up in front of me. And she said, why would you write it like this? And I said, it's like a newspaper. And she said, well, that's just stupid. And I remember feeling crushed. And I'll tell you, in that instance, it shut down my creativity. It shut down my belief in myself that I could write. And until then, I was a child who loved to write. I was writing poems in my free time. I was writing stories. I was writing plays. And in that instant, it just shut down. And I accepted a belief. I, I decided on a belief. 
that I could not write and that my writing was stupid. Now, thankfully, very thankfully, that teacher left soon after that. I don't know what happened to her, but she left. Maybe my story drove her over the edge. Who knows? And we had a new teacher come in, Mrs. Graham, and I will always be grateful to Mrs. Graham. She came in and she encouraged my creativity and my writing. And I started to write again. And I remember I brought her a poem that I wrote at home. And she thought it was so wonderful that she put it in the school newsletter. And that went a lot further to building up my confidence and self-esteem. So two examples. The first one, she was not a credible source. She had no right to judge my writing. And the second one, you know, maybe she wasn't credible either, but she installed in me the belief that I could accept, and that was that I could be a writer, and that I enjoyed writing, and that I was creative and good at it. Thank God for Mrs. Graham, or I don't know that I'd be able to even create anything today, including this podcast. So you have to challenge the belief. How do I know it's true? And did it come from a credible source? My first teacher, not a credible source. A lot of our limiting beliefs come from moments where, you know, we're doing the best we can. You're always doing the best you can. And in that moment, maybe that belief was necessary, but it might not be today. So it might no longer be true. Now, the third question is, what do you want to believe instead? So if we take that old belief and we get rid of it, what do you want to believe instead? And then the fourth final question is, what evidence do you have that supports that belief? So my evidence was that I had Mrs. Graham telling me that I was a good writer. That was evidence for me. Other evidence was that I enjoyed writing. I enjoyed it. My mom liked my writing. My grade one teacher the year before liked my writing. So I had evidence to support the new belief, which made it easy to accept the new belief. And you can do this with any limiting belief that you come across. So you, again, you just go through the four questions. Is it true? How do I know it's true? Did it come from a credible source? What do I want to believe instead? And look for all the evidence to support it, all the evidence to support your new belief. And trust me, there is lots of evidence that will support your new belief. And that's something you can do in just a few minutes of going through this process to yourself. It's a a quick way to challenge those beliefs. Now, it might not uproot it entirely 100%. Um, That, you know, that takes more work. That's the work that I do with my clients. But in the moment, this is a great way to challenge that belief to help move you closer towards what it is you actually want. To help you to be able to tap into that potential that's waiting for you to assist you in changing that behavior so that ultimately you get the results you want. Thanks for listening to me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with a friend who you think you'd use it. And as always, come follow me on Instagram. That's where I like to play and hang out. And I would love to hear from you, especially especially if you do this exercise. So uh, follow me on Instagram at the Terry Holland. That's with one R and an I. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate you and so glad you took some time with me today. Have an amazing, amazing day.
Bye for now.